At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. For the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Haney. Welcome, everybody. This is Minnesota Tim Parashko with the first edition of the Saturday Sizzle, a best of compilation of the previous week. Last week, the biggest topic was the President's Cup. So let's get right into it and hear Hank, the great predictor and my reaction to the U.S. defeating the international team in a narrow victory. You can listen to this full episode, which aired on Monday. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney, the great predictor, Steve Johnson, and Minnesota Tim Porotska here with you today on our uh, post. This is the post-President's uh, Cup, the big one, uh, guys. Uh, we, uh, boy, oh boy, we got a lot of different ways we can go here. We'll probably be on this for a few days. So, uh, boy, where do, we, where do we even start? I mean, I guess we got to start with just uh, recapping the, the, the big win by the uh, U.S. team. We can talk about the captains. We can talk about uh, – I, mean, I, I got something to say on the television coverage. I mean, uh, 
the shield, the shield was a big thing. Did you guys think the shield was a big thing? Was that going to, I mean, Ernie's shield. I mean, that was a thing that spurred him on. Uh, we got a lot of, we got a lot of tiger tiger played incredible. Uh, people were up in arms when he didn't play uh, tiger, the captain, uh, the putting. Oh my gosh. There was some, some not so good putting out there in that, in that president's cup. But anyway, where, where, where do we start here? Uh, a little, little recap on the, on the big win, uh, Steve Johnson and uh, Minnesota Tim Parachka. Here was the predictions going in. Okay. Uh, I predicted major blowout, like wipe them out 19 to 11. Um, did not get that right. Was that the U.S. U.S. win or international win? I, no, U.S. win. U.S. win. That was okay. a big one. Okay, just checking. Uh, did, did not get it right. I, I, I actually late in the contest, I had a chance to get pretty close. Uh, last two matches, kind of like a couple three putts at the end with uh, Ricky and Kucher at the end. I mean, it could you know could have could have should have would have. Uh, that could have been a little bigger. And, you know, for a while there on, on uh, the last day, it was looking like uh, the U.S. could win like nine and lose three matches. Um, it could have been a, uh, you know, it could have been a blowout even even being behind going into the, the final singles day. But uh, then then it was turning around. And next thing you know, I mean, it was like uh, Steve Johnson was looking like he was going to be right, the great predictor on the fact that he picked the international team. Uh, so that could have gone there. And uh, at the end, it was Minnesota Tim Parachka with the uh, call on the uh, U.S. narrow victory. So, uh, Tim, way to go there. Way to go, Tim. Thanks. I'm going to be very humble. <laughs> I mean, as opposed to as opposed to the way Steve is when he right. when he predicts something. Yeah, I want to be very <laughs> humble about it. I just want to take it. I just want to say I looked at the stats. I looked. Looked at a lot of things going in, and I want to thank a lot of people like Brandel Chambly and Justin. That's a Ray. shot at you when he says he looked at the stats, Steve. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was. You're right. <laughs> That's a shot right there. I can there take it. Little... I can take it. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you to everybody for really proving my proving me right, and um, a lot of people to thank here. A lot of people to thank. <laughs> who, who, are you, who are you thanking? Everybody that three putted, and uh, well, I really the, want to the, thank the, Steve too because Steve makes me look good. Steve makes me look good because basically Steve already wipes himself out of the picture um, before the tournament even started, before the exhibition started. So um, the exhibit it is an exhibition, by yeah, the way. Yeah, money grab. Uh, yeah. Okay, so here, here's the here's the deal. Uh, you take the average rank. That's what I always do. Okay, the average world ranking of the U.S. team versus the average world ranking of the international team. Okay. And the U.S. team was 12.16, and the international team was 40.75. So on paper, this is an absolute blowout, wipeout, shouldn't even be close. That's exactly okay. why I'm calling it a victory, Hank. I, see, that's what I was getting to. I knew that. See, I knew you were going to say that's why I led you into that because see, this, this, see, Tim, this is the way Steve does it, and he. he if it's the fact that it was close, he's claiming victory. It was, you know, it was. I'm not going to claim victory, but I'm not going to claim that I was just ridiculous, uh, you know, just pick him out of a hat type of. Uh, no, you remember, were Peter, remember Thompson. Peter Thompson. You had Peter, Peter Thompson. Thompson. What was the Peter Thompson connection that you had going there? Peter Thompson connection was that Peter Thompson uh, captained the inter international team to a victory, the only victory the internationals have had. At Royal Melbourne. So there was something particularly about Royal Melbourne that interested me in this in this uh, whole setup, Hank. And 
I, I tell you what, I, I think I've got an initiative going already for the, the next uh, President's Cup is the better team, the more rounds you play of golf, the more players that play, the better team, the cream rises. We always talk about that, right? Yeah. The cream, cream rising, the better player, you play enough holes, the better player is going to win, the better putter is going to putt well. So what I'm proposing for the next in two years for the President's Cup is instead of going four days, we're just going to go right to a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a scramble. That's the that's the way the international team has a much better chance of of winning this this uh, President's Cup, and I think that'd be a, a great way to do it. Just like a shootout, just a, a oh, like yeah. a horse race, the yeah, horse race, exactly. like a member a horse guest race. or something. It's, it's a horse President's race, Cup member horse guest. race, right? Well, it's like, this is a made-for-TV event. This is a soak them, soak soak the uh, stations and uh, get the money, a money grab for the PGA Tour. So they're never going to do that. They, they want it. That's why they have it on. Although, by the way, were, were you uh, were you a little surprised? I didn't realize this was all a Golf Channel event. Yeah, they just had a little highlights on NBC occasionally after the fact. You know, it wasn't taken live though. Well, I mean, the big thing they 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 promote this whole deal. It's the biggest, you know, the biggest thing. I, you know, there is. It's the battle of the, you know, U.S. versus international, the Presidents Cup, da da da, and it's on the Golf Channel, and that's the only place you can find it. I mean, they, nobody. First off, other than us, like the hardcore golfers, which is probably, you know, everybody that's listening to this podcast too. But right. I mean, if you're a hardcore golf fan, you're you're watching because you get the golf channel. But do you realize how few people get the golf channel? It's not a big number, Steve. Oh, I know it. When you used to travel and you'd be staying at a hotel and I asked you, did you see the tournament today? And you said, Steve, I'm staying at a hotel. These, these places don't get the golf channel. Yeah. There's very few yeah. places that do get the golf channel. We get right. the golf channel. Yeah, and, we get it. But uh, I tell you what, I thought they do. had some great coverage of it, though. The the leading up to is just like a major, you know, live at the President's Cup with Brandon. Oh, they and, had the they had the whole thing going. Yeah, yeah they, they had, had a, the, the whole wind big, big up. analysis and everybody's everybody's an, an analysis of it. I want to get into the the, the coverage uh, later, but let, let's let, let's 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 okay. You brought up the golf course. Let, let's start there. Uh, the golf course I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Alistair I mean, McKenzie, you know, is a does big design incredible. job. And you know what though? People that don't play golf, like my mother, she's 85 years old, Hank. She watched, she watched some, she has a golf channel and she watched yeah. a little bit. And she says, you know, Steve, that golf course didn't look too good. It was, I said, mom, it's, it's like, it, it's a contrast of very highly manicured spots and then just absolutely gnarly areas. I thought it looked great, but for, I'm a golfer, but for people right. that don't, are not used to seeing the link style courses and the, the actually a lot of modern courses are done that way now too. Uh, at the get together a couple of weeks ago, same type of deal where you have a lot of waste areas, you have a lot of gnarly areas and then you have really highly manicured areas. So I just, I want to let you know that the non golfer, the non golfer casual golf fan may not think that that course is shows very well on TV. Well, they, they say the same thing at the open championship, because there's a lot of a lot of brown there, um, and they obviously people are are you know really uh, they, they've been convinced that that a golf course is every course is supposed to look like Augusta National, which is this is this is one of the things that's really wrong with golf. I mean, there's a lot of things that could be better about golf. Let's put it that way, 
And one of them is, is that we've gotten conditioned where we think that the only way a golf course is, is, you know, a nice course is if it looks like Augusta National. Right. And by the way, it costs a little money to maintain uh, a course like Augusta National. And it doesn't look like that uh, 12 months a year because, you know, right now that Bermuda grass is all dormant. So that course is, is you know, is, is not looking exactly like it does. Um, you know, the Bermuda's dormant. They've got it overseeded, but it's not looking exactly like it, it does, you know, April during the Masters. That's peaked for, for, you know, one week a year when it absolutely looks its, its best. But because everybody's conditioned to think that that's what a golf course is supposed to look like, I mean, what it does is it it raises everybody's greens fees, it raises everybody's uh, membership fees, monthly fees, and, and all the above because it just costs a lot of money and a lot of water and everything else to maintain courses like that. I personally, you know, personal opinion, I'm like used to. I, I think Royal Melbourne looked great. Yeah, and you know what I liked I mean, about I Royal it Melbourne? Incredible. You know. Hank, the, the the modern courses that have the waste areas like Royal Melbourne has yeah. typically has bunkers that look really gnarly, that they look unstructured. They look like you don't know where the bunker starts and where the waste area begins. And, and yeah, that's true. That's that. true. But you know the thing about Royal Melbourne, they had the Parkland type of nice, big face bunkers, the old school bunkers that uh, it, it it was a neat blend of. A traditional look, like a Parkland type look, like Augusta bunkers, but then you had all that gnarly area to the sides. I thought I thought it played really well. I thought it looked good too. Yeah, Tim, do you like that look? You're you're a, you're a, a regular man golfer. What, I did. Do you, do you, yeah. I mean, would you like to play? Would you like to play that course? Like, if you had your choice, would you play that course or would you play at uh, Hazeltine? What's it? Hazeltine. 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 Would you play Hazeltine? Would you play Hazeltine? Don't give me the Minnesota answer. Give me a real answer. <laughs> uh, w- would you play Hazeltine or would you play Royal Melbourne if you had the chance? Royal Melbourne, no doubt about it. Why? Why? Why would you say that? Why would I? Say, I, I loved how quick it was on the course. Plus, my drive yeah. would go a whole lot further than Hazeltine because of the rollout. So I'd get a whole lot more distance. Um, and I don't know. I loved how fast the greens were and how fast the fairways were. And really there wasn't a whole lot of rough. So there were a lot of places to miss. Even if you miss right or left, there was, it was very flat. So yeah. there weren't really any big misses that you could have. Um, unless yeah. you knocked it into the tree somewhere, but yeah, I, I'd pick Royal Melbourne, no doubt about it. All right. So here's a question for, for you, Steve. Uh, I'll give you a, um, I give you a ten handicap, eight handicap. Guys shoots. He's he's supposed to shoot about eighty. Mm-hmm. Okay, eight handicap. He's a good player. Uh, I'm going to give him as a gift eighteen greens in regulation, but he's going to average forty five feet from the hole. Oh, and we're going to put oh, the ball on, on eighteen greens, forty five feet from the hole. Uh, what's an eight handicap going to shoot at Royal Melbourne? He's going to shoot a mil- he, I It's like me at Augusta, Hank. He may not even be able to finish because he's going to be rolling. That He could roll the ball <laughs> off the green into a bunker. Yeah, he's going to put it off the green. Oh, he could roll it back into the fairway. He could he could come back at him. I 18 mean, greens in regulation. Oh, Can he break 90? Maybe. 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 You know, and then you get in those bunkers. I was going to ask you, but you get in those bunkers, and they're not raked like a normal bunker. They're raked really smooth, so when the ball gets in there, it looks like a darn pinball in there. It's rolling all over the place. Yeah, well, it always rolls to the bottom, so that was that was a good thing. It always rolls to the bottom and gets stuck on stuck on the edges. And they say, 
you always get a good lie in there, but you don't ever have you know an easy shot, especially if you're short sided because you have they're just so fast and so sloped, and you're down in there and you got to get the ball up. I mean, right? I thought the course the course was great. Do you, do you think a a course makes an event? I mean, this is an interesting question because when you look at you know the great tournaments, um, you know. Uh, I mean, Pebble Beach is, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Uh, you know, the Masters is always a great tournament. I mean, this was a great tournament. I mean, if they, if they play this this event at, you know, I don't know, some, you know, just pick a, a, a nice PGA Tour course or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be anything like it was. No, but you know what? Not one time, Hank, and I, I watched the whole thing, stayed up late. Not one time did one announcer talk about, that the course wasn't long enough, that the players yeah. were hitting it too far. This would this would Good have point. driven Mike Davis crazy because this is a course that is not a long course, but you had to play particular shots. That's one of the reasons I think Tiger did so well on it. But you know, it it was not a it was an equalizer. The course was an equalizer. And no, it was. No, I, I think you're right. It was an equalizer. No and doubt to get about back it. to the to the greens, that's one thing that I wish that on television we could really appreciate better. That those greens, I've never been there, but I know the way that I've ball was there. rolling. It's Hank, awesome. How yeah. sloped are those greens, Hank? Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's like you know, but they're they're they roll like 15 on the step. I mean, it's oh, like, it's, like it's, it's not. They're not as sloped as Augusta. But they're you know not not far off of it either, and it it it's a they're slippery and you know it's just everything rolls away and you got you got to know a lot about the where to hit the ball and how to play the course and this was a you know something that the international team really really put a big you know emphasis on. Ernie knows how to play the course. Uh, Jeff Ogilvie was one of the assistant captains for the international team. He knows how to play the course. So they and they strictly told everybody how they were going to play. Let's take a brief pause and hear from our sponsors. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Another huge topic last week was Patrick Reed and his caddy stirring it up again. Here's the guys reacting to that drama and debating if Patrick Reed will make a Ryder Cup or President's Cup team again. You can listen to this full episode, which aired on Tuesday. Question is this, uh, Steve and, and Tim. Do you think Patrick Reed ever gets picked again? Oh, man. Well, you go first, Tim. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, I think he does. Yeah, I, I honestly think he will. Oh, God. Yeah. Really? I, I think we were saying okay. the same thing at the last Ryder Cup. And I think this is just a part of who Patrick Reed is. I think people are just going to accept him for what he is, even with these negative stories and even with all this negative publicity towards him. Um, at the end, he won his singles match, and he's a good singles player. He's a great singles player. Yeah, but you got to you got to play him all the time because if you don't, he he he'll bitch. Right, and he and he's and he's not played good. He, you know what, what what's his record? How, how many did he win at the Ryder Cup? Nothing, right? Except for singles. And what did he win at the Presidents Cup? Nothing except for singles. You can't. You're not going to win matches going with guys going one and three. Right. Well, I I don't I don't think he's going to get picked if he's like 15 or 16 on the list. But if he's nine or 10 on the list, no doubt about it. I think he gets picked. Like if he's right wow. there, if he's right on the outside knocking on the door, nine or ten on the Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup list, I think he's. Would you get pick picked. him? Would you pick him? You're a captain. Would yes. you pick him? Yes, I would. All right, All right. Wow. Steve. But you know what? There's some a couple justifications for putting him on the team. Hang one. One is the uh, the op the opposing fans need a foil. They need somebody to get on. And if Patrick Reed's on the team USA, every other player, the other eleven players on that team are thinking, hey, you know what? They're going to get on Patrick Reed. They're not going to get on me. Hey, I just hope I don't have to play with the SOB. I'm just hoping somebody's that, got to play with them. Yeah. though. somebody's got to play with them. You got to have Webb Simpson on your team, Mister. The you know got to have the nicest guy in the world so you can stick him with him and and you know half ruin his experience. Right. I mean, the guy played in the the guy played in the in the uh, you know Presidents Cup. He's gonna you know he played for Tiger. He won with Tiger. He won his singles match. I'm talking about Webb Simpson. But what's his big memory gonna be of this one? Oh yeah, for the rest of his life. Yeah. Oh, I I I got I'm the guy that got stuck with Pat DeGreed. Right. And uh, you know, we just heard it from the fans the whole way around. Yeah. I mean, that's not fair to him, is it? No, it's definitely not fair. He would definitely get some of the residual heckling when he didn't deserve yeah, it. I don't think that's fair. No. I mean, I feel bad for, no. for Webb Simpson. I mean, I know Webb Simpson's the last guy in the world that would complain. And, you know, he said even though he'd lost three matches, he said, This has been a great experience for me. I've got a lot of lifetime memories already. <laughs> How many of those are listening to what people are saying to Patrick Reed? Yeah. But, um, you know, he's a guy that could take it for sure. But I, I can guarantee you uh, the other guys wouldn't have wanted to do it. No. And as we sit right now, Hank, uh, Patrick Reed is number 12th in the world for official world golf rankings. The only way you could justify him not being on the team is if he slips down the the world rankings. Uh, so you'd pick him too. You know, I, I if I if I were picking, I would not pick him. I would no, not I pick, him pick him unless a guy like Jordan Spieth. Let let's say he continues his. No, his I've play. had enough. Okay, of him. I've, I've had enough. Listen, this is an exhibition. I've had enough of his act. Really? You okay. Know? Okay. I, I mean, I, it's an, I, enough's enough. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really is. I'm sorry. It's just. Uh, you know, and and it, it, honestly, you know, I the the cheater thing, the cheating, right. that didn't throw me over the edge. Really? No, that didn't throw me over the edge because I, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm, 
I just, it looked like a, I can see why people think it looked like a cheat, but I can't 100% say it was a cheat. But you know what he says, his his main uh, slogan is, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, is what he says. <laughs> when did he say that? No, I think that was Bill Belichick said that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, the, I think, I'm just saying uh, that, you know, that the, the cheating thing, there was a shadow of doubt in my mind. Let's put it that way. Okay. Only he knows what his intention was, okay? There's no shadow of doubt when you can't control your caddy and your caddy goes into the, into the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm sorry. There's none. And, it, 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 and, and you know, and, and I don't think egging him on with his shovel routine was, was the right move either. Right. Right. That yeah. wasn't a good move. It was that, funny. How's that, it was how, funny. How's that good? But it was, yeah. yeah, it wasn't the right thing. That's for sure. You think his teammates appreciated it? No, no. I mean, you know what? In the locker room, they probably chuckled at it. But you know what? When they I go don't out think there, they did. I think they think. You know what? I think they think. I think they think he's an idiot. Oh, really? Yeah, they think he's an idiot. They huh? think he's he's off the charts. They weren't going to let it ruin their team deal, though. So okay, we have in two years. It will actually next year. We have the Ryder Cup. Does Steve Stricker pick Patrick Reed? Well, first off, it's not Steve Stricker picking. It's Steve Stricker and the task force and the assistants, which will be, you know, Tiger and Phil and and um, Zach Johnson. Ricky. Ricky's on that. Ricky is on it. You no, know, I mean, they all vote. The players all vote. Uh, and if they voted, you know, on a, on a you know, because, you know, I, I don't think they pick them. I think they say enough's enough. Really? Are you going on record to make say that this is a prediction? This is your first prediction of 2020? Yeah, I'm going pred- okay. to predict he doesn't. I'm going to predict he doesn't get picked if he doesn't make the team. Okay. All right. Fair you enough. You know, if he makes the team, that's fine. But I, I, predict, I predict if he doesn't make the team, he doesn't get picked. And, and it just, you know, send him a message and, you know, see if he, you know, turns it around or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to turn anything. I, I don't I don't put a lot of faith in the fact that, you know, he's going to change his act because he just doesn't seem to have any remorse at all over any of this stuff. Tiger Woods looked like the best player in the President's Cup and it wasn't even close. Here's the best of clip of the week where the guys break down Tiger's performance and what this means for him going forward in 2019. You can listen to this full show, which aired on Wednesday. Let's talk a little Tiger Woods. Is he the? Uh, I mean, he was the best player at the Presidents Cup, hands down, wasn't he? I mean, Tim, you were raving about it. I mean, you're you're the you're the you're you're our voice of the average fan. Uh, right. You, you were you were all over this. I was, yeah. I mean, he just looked in such control, and he made it. You know, you always talk about these athletes that make it look so easy. Yeah, Steve loves that. Steve's a fan of them making it look so easy. Yeah, Tiger just made it look so easy on such a tough golf course when he just looked in such control of his golf ball that nothing was getting away from him. And there was places to miss on the drive, so I'm sure that was helpful. But especially around the greens, even if he missed a little short in the sand or whatever, he put it near the hole. His leg putting, which we've talked about before, was just incredible. And his iron shots, the way he was shaping shots to the greens and putting himself in safe places to get up and down for par easily. But you talk about no stress a lot, Hank. Tiger, he rarely had any of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, no doubt about it. Steve, you always talk about making it look easy. He's, he's, he's making it look easier, isn't he? He did, and I was waiting for the foul ball, Hank, you know, because he's that's 
throughout his career. He hasn't hit him. He has not been hitting foul balls. No, I mean, I like his, he didn't hit, I like he what didn't he's doing. Foul, he didn't hit any foul balls at, uh, at, at Hero. Hero? Really? He didn't hit any foul balls at Zozo or whatever it called, Zuzu or whatever that thing was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not, he's not foul balling it. He finished fourth at, uh, at the get together. And I tell you what, I mean, I was very impressed. I, I mentioned to you, when we were texting back and forth, I said, my gosh, this guy hasn't missed a shot yet. Now, I mean, he's not hitting them all up there for gimmies, but he's missing them in the right spots. He's hitting the right shots. At you the President's really Cup? At the President's Cup. You yeah, could really see, yeah. yeah, you could really see that he was curving the ball at, at, at will, whatever, and he could hit it high, low, left to right, right to left. I mean, he was in command of the nine shots, Hank. And like Tim said, he was in command of his short game as well. Now, I, I will say this. Uh, I, I agree with you. I thought he, he played great. I thought he was the best player out there at the, at the President's Cup, and I don't even think it was close. But I, w- I would also say that that's a perfect course for him. Uh, a lot of room off the tee, no stress off the tee. There's not penalty shots out there. Although he has been driving it good, but it's, it's still we know that when, when you get a little, you know, a penalty shot somewhere, it, it tightens him up a little bit. Especially if that trouble's on the left, like the 18th hole at Hero, you know that's his bugaboo hole. But he he hit the ball good, and and the golf course though was was perfect for him. I, you know, I I've thought that Tiger could win Open Championships for a, a long time, and Royal Melbourne is like an Open Championship golf course. It's be fast, firm, uh, you know, pretty pretty wide, and you can bounce the ball in. When you have to play shots that, you know, one hole you got to flight it down and the next hole you got to send it straight up in the air and stop it quick, there is nobody that's ever – I don't think anybody's ever been close to what Tiger Woods has in terms of the skill to play those shots. Yeah. And he and he, and he he played them, you know, no doubt about it. Uh, and, and he, you know, he knew where to, where to miss and he, and he, he missed, he, but he hardly ever missed a shot. But if he did, he missed it in the right place. And I think around the greens too, it, it played a little bit into his favor as well. Uh, he's playing, don't you think he's playing a lot of short game shots? It seems like he's playing an inordinate, inordinate amount of shots. And the short game where he puts the ball back in his stance and kind of hits a low kind of trapper. Have you noticed that too? Yeah. Yeah. And he, I tell you what, even from that backward ball position, he's able to get the ball up in the air a little bit too. So Yeah, he's he's definitely favoring back ball position. He did it to Hero. Uh, he did it to Zozo. Uh, and he certainly did it at, at Melbourne. And, and, of course, that golf course was was good for that shot. So, so that kind of played into his hand as well. I'm just, you know, trying to explain a little bit why, uh, you know, Tim and other people have seen this. I mean, he's he's on a golf course that was just as perfect as you could get for him. I mean, if they played that golf course or a course like that all the time, uh, I mean, a matter of fact, if if you know, all every major was at one of those courses, I mean, he still would catch Jack Nicklaus. Okay, so in 2020, here's where the majors are. Obviously, Augusta National in, in April. Yeah. And the PGA Championship is at TPC Harding Park up in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Open's at Wingfoot. And yeah. then the British Open is at Royal St. George's. Which course or courses fit his game? Well, St. George is not the best British Open for him. 
Okay. Um, so, you know, you, you put him at Augusta because he's, you know, he's won there before. His formula for winning there is no three putts, which is hard for him to do. Although he's clearly the best lag putter in the game. And he showed that again at the President's Cup, especially with those greens the way they were. Yeah. And so, you know, he's, he's, he's always got a chance at, at Augusta. And then Harding Park, he's, he's won there before. So he likes that course. I think that would be a, a good course for him. Uh, I, I, I'm not thrilled with, with him at Wingfoot. Uh, I just, I just think it's, you know, that's, that, that might be a little, little tough one. I mean, the, the U S opens when you've got the rough and it's really penal like that. And, and, and Wingfoot is, is a, is a deal that the course is, is long enough, even as long as these guys are today, the course is long enough that if you drive it in the rough, it's, it's really a half a shot penalty. And and I I, I did I don't know if if that's the best form I, I'd say Harding Park for sure and then you know I don't know St George's is not the best open venue but but I like him at any open venue so mm-hmm. I think you know I think he's got he's got three relatively good shots there wow. you know and, 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 you know already next year but I mean it only you know it takes one to have a great year you win mm-hmm. one major in a year you're having a great year yeah and boy if he could get one more you know now you're really knocking on that door with with Jack you know yeah. he's you know, three behind, but if you got you get that one more. Although, don't you think that 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 every one from here on is harder is harder than the last one? It is, but you know what? His body looks years younger, Hank. I mean, he does not limping around. He's uh, he looked he his stride looked good. He wasn't short striding with his right leg like he had in the past. Um, he may have gained some years here. Yeah, he it looks like he's 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 not as as he looked a little little slimmer maybe. Yeah, I mean he does. He doesn't look know. as puffy, but he's yeah. walking around. He does not uh, not out there stretching and doing the going through the gyrations that he was when when his back was bothering him. So I yeah, mean, uh, I mean I think he's gotten younger. All right, all right. You're you're, you're giving him a, a a positive vote there, and Tim was high on this game. I mean he de- definitely played definitely played good. Let's take a brief pause and hear from our sponsors. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. Tiger Woods won as the President's Cup playing captain. What did you think of him sitting out Saturday and resting up for Sunday singles? Here's Hank's full reaction. You can listen to this full episode, which aired on Friday. The one decision that everybody wanted to talk about was Tiger not playing on Saturday. Now here, here, here was my thought. And I got people texting me like, can you believe he's not playing? I can't believe he's not playing. What's he doing? And, and I'm like, there's a lot of things that go into this. Uh, the first thing is, is he, he's had four back surgeries. He's had five knee operations. He just had a recent knee operation. He's not going to play every single match. I mean, it's just not gonna gonna happen. And for sure, on the third day, they play two matches, morning and afternoon. So he's not gonna play all all five matches. He's just not gonna do it. Now, if he plays in the morning, here would be his his routine. I mean, they're gonna tee off at I don't know what time they teed off, like you know, eight o'clock or something. Uh, do, you, do you realize what time Tiger has to get up? I mean, they're not staying at the golf course. They're staying in Melbourne, okay? Uh, you know, there's a bus ride, okay? I don't know what that bus ride. I've, I've been to Melbourne. I've been to, I played it at, at, uh, at Royal Melbourne. And they're, they're, it's just, it's just not a two-minute bus ride. You know, they're probably like a 30-minute bus ride. So he's got to get up. He's got to eat. He's got to talk to his, his his assistant captains. He's probably going to talk to his team. He's got to get on his workout routine, okay? Which is no sh- small task. That's a that's a some kind of a massage therapist, uh, stretching. Uh, he does a, a, a workout. It's at least I don't know what it is, but it's at least an hour and a half to two hours before he plays, every time before he plays to get ready when you've had back surgeries that that he's had. So he's got two hours to get ready. He's got a 30-minute bus ride. He's got to talk to his team. So how in the world is he really going to play? I mean, if he's going to play that early morning match, I mean, he's got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to get ready for this, this match. So that that didn't really seem that didn't really seem feasible to me. He's not going to play both. Okay, when he doesn't play in the morning, is he going to play in the afternoon? Okay, so it's cold out there. Yeah, you know, they all had the sweaters on, the 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 down vests that they were wearing. Then he's walking around all day. When you're walking around, it gets you stiff. Your hamstrings get stiff. You get stiff. He's not he's not exercising. He's not working out. So if he's going to play in the afternoon, he's literally going to have to stop being a captain which he was cherishing being a captain. He really wanted to be a captain. He was loving being a captain. 
so he's going to have to stop being a captain, you know, at, at halfway through the first match in the morning on this third day. If he if he's going to, people are asking why didn't he play? Well, if he if he wasn't going to play in in, the, in the, you know in the morning, then he, and he's going to play in the afternoon, he would literally have to stop being a captain halfway through the morning match at the most. And and he would now he would go and he would start working out, and they would get get whatever stretching or, or massage or whatever he's going to get. Then he's got uh, you know to get something to eat. Then he's got to go out on the, and do and do an hour and an hour and fifteen minute warm up, uh, putting, chipping, full swing on the on the driving range before he goes out to play. So he's got four hours there now. If he's going to tee off, you know at, at I don't know what. Two o'clock or whatever. So at ten o'clock, he's got to start getting ready for this. So it didn't surprise me at all that that he didn't play. Plus the fact that I really think that he enjoyed sending a message to the guys that listen, I got confidence in you, and you guys have this. So I'll be ready for for you know Sunday. And I'm not so sure that that's not the best way to do it anyways. It seems like all these guys play. Rarely do they ever go 5-0 and oh if they play all five matches. I mean, it happened at the, at the Ryder Cup. Usually if it happens, it's a lucky deal anyways. They get a couple gift matches where they play somebody that just plays awful and they 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 win that match. But, but that never happens with Tiger because people will play their best against Tiger. I mean, that's just, you know, I hear all the time Tiger intimidates players and da-da-da-da-da-da. But most of the time what happens when Tiger Tiger plays against somebody, they bring the best they've ever got because they got to, they're in a no-lose situation. They'd love to beat Tiger, but if they don't beat him, you know, no big deal. Uh, so he he's not going to probably go 5-0. and oh. But if he rests the third day and doesn't play in that 36-hole deal and everybody else is, is worn out mentally and physically and he rests – the chances that he, and first of all, chances he's going to lose in singles are, are very slim, anyways. But if he rests on the the, the third day, the the double day, the thirty six hole day, uh, you know he, he he's he's more than the handful that he is on, on the the singles day. So so it's you know it's not a bad strategy. I mean, and I and I I said to somebody, I said, listen, he'll win the singles match. I said he's going to go. He's if he when he does, he's going to be three and zero for the, this Presidents Cup. If the U.S. can't win with Tiger Woods going three and zero, then they don't deserve to win the Presidents Cup. It's just that simple. I mean, they're prohibitive favorites to begin with, and if they have to have Tiger play five rounds in order to win and go five and zero in order to win the Presidents Cup against a, a team that where the, the average world ranking is fortieth, when the average U.S. world ranking is twelfth. And, and where they're favored in 11 out of 12 matches on Sunday, if they have to have Tiger go 5-0 and to win, I mean, come on. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, it's just, it, you know, he's got to do everything. So I think it was a, it was a, a, a great call by him not playing. I didn't think he was going to play. I thought I, I when he didn't sit up when he set out the morning I knew I was going to play in the afternoon because I mean I'm like when's he going to go warm up when's he going to fit in all this exercise when's he going to do it and I think it ended up working out out great for him I think it sent a, a great positive message to his team and he told them that you know listen I trust you guys and he said that uh, you know I, you guys are all great players and I think they really 
realize that, hey, we're not, we can't look up at the board and think the Tiger's going to get us these points. Uh, we got to go do it ourselves. And he's out here cheering us on. And he, he you know, he, he knows we're going to do it. And he knows we can do it. And they don't want to let him down. So I think it was a, it was a, a really good move. But, but, but it, it, it's amazing the reaction that people had. Like, oh, he's not playing. It's like, uh, what's he doing? And I'm like, what's he doing? How is he going to play? Oh, and yeah. I don't think people realize what he has to go through in order to play golf with what he's been through with his body. Uh, so it, it didn't surprise me that he wasn't playing. And I, I think I think it worked out to be a, a, a really good move. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the best of Saturday Sizzle, the first edition on the Hank Haney podcast. You can email the show, hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. Call the show, 833-426-5763, extension 801. Or tweet and follow the show, at Hank Haney on Twitter. I'm Minnesota Tim, and I monitor all of it. So if you message it, I will see it. Thank you for listening to the Saturday Sizzle. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.